Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie Podcast. I'm your host, Jabril Sahemi, the newbie, and I'm joined by... Rafael Luca, actor, clown, thespian, and a pure cinephile. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, and fellow film lover. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Movie Newbie, and welcome back to the Yo, What's Up show. And as usual, I'm joined by Raf and Ollie for this one. Actually, not as usual, because the last few, we weren't together. It's true. It's true. I feel like I've been invited back on board. Thank you for having (laughs) me. I'm so glad I'm not fired. I mean, I know I'm hanging on tight rope right now. I don't know what I did to you guys. Like, I get it. I live out west. You live out east. Raf never missed a, a, a Yo, What's Up show. We just did one, like, mini sode for the academy awards a month or so ago uh, and actually that was the one raf couldn't join because we were doing it like at like 11 o'clock in the morning on a wednesday so um, you know yeah. right that's right I, I had work um so so good so good my name is cleared thank you i yeah. ollie you, ollie can sometimes be my lawyer and get me, <laughs> <laughs> get me away from hard situations. yeah i'm still waiting on All the right. latest draft of that contract jabril just so yeah you know. the, the legal the legal um Legal representation, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the worst um, lawyer. I, I think I've, I've I've come to this conclusion late in life. I don't think so because you're very eloquent. You, oh, you. know your way around words. Um, I think you'd make a compelling argument. You wouldn't be like Amber Heard. Um, I don't know if this is too soon. Uh, <laughs> when she drops her arguments. So long. <laughs> I know. It's, it's it's just so it's turned into like a, a it's turned into. A Did comedy. you say when she drops her loads? When she drops her loads. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> I don't think I don't know if I said that, but it's funny that like you heard that, um, because that is that is why people are laughing. <laughs> um, oh well, you know it is a sensitive case. I don't want to laugh too much on it, but it has turned into a bit of buffoonery. Um, yeah. Did you hear that? It's people are paying thirty thousand dollars to to get front row seats in the courtroom no really it's turned into a show it's turned turned into into a show show. yeah that's incredible how long is it going to be like are they just like making it last longer now because they're receiving buzz from it so like fuck it let's keep going i have no idea because it's a defamation suit it's not Mm. a divorce lawsuit so um it can go on for as long as it needs to be what i want to know is that's why it can be public too how come this one is public whereas the the um case they had in the uk i think it was like a year or two ago wasn't public what makes this lawsuit public america i think the law in each country Mm -hmm. like i think over here the suit was against the sun or the daily mail and um in california it's against each other so Mm-hmm. Uh, it's public yeah it makes yeah. it public and i think knows, in the states man. you can it's allowed to be public i have no idea yeah but let's get to the topic of the show because we want to do something a little different this time something that we've been thinking of doing or at least like kind of doing something like this but because we did avatar i think a few months ago and i completely shat on it i don't know if you guys shot on it i can't remember if you did <laughs> i think there was there was minor shits here and there there was yeah. like a sprinkling of shits minor loads for that film. Yeah, <laughs> minor loads minor um, amber hurts <laughs> um and <laughs> so yeah and out of nowhere this uh well not really out of nowhere like more like 10 years in the making we get the avatar 2 trailer so mm. what we're gonna do is we're, we're gonna watch it maybe release this as a little clip and uh we're gonna do a little uh reaction for y'all i don't Ooh. know because we I, I haven't seen it like properly um, oh, um and 
uh, we're not sure if we saw a teaser or a trailer. So, yeah, let's shall we kick Wait, it off? Wait, is this the first yeah, time you're watching this, Jabril? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I've seen like the the. I thought I saw the teaser, but what you said was this is the teaser. But yeah. I remember seeing a really short one like a few weeks ago. Mm. Okay, well, I think yeah. this is the one that we're going to watch right now. But let's dive into it and let's have a reaction, shall we? Let's do it. And here we go. Lightstorm, brought to you by Lightstorm. Uh, the music still gets me. Yeah, this is definitely what I saw. I know that for Yeah. Sure. Okay. Water, brought to you by water. <laughs> this looks like far, it looks like far horizon, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. It also looks like the Rogue One, like. It has scene a bit of Rogue One ish. Yeah, 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 totally. Oh, humans allying with the Avatar peeps? With the blue peeps? Okay. More David Cameron robots. <laughs> Who is that kid? Oh, cool. Where did they find him? So many questions. That, like, circling thing made me think of, um, I know what. Thing. What was it? Uh, Interstellar. Like in the end. Yes. Yes. I need to watch that. This family. Sam Worthington is back, baby. Here's our fortress. Go on, Sam Worthington. You're back. Hey, You're back. Make biggest film. upgrade. They got rid of the papyrus uh, font. Which is which is pretty cool. They did, they did. Did you guys ever see you know the uh, the sketch, yeah. the SNL sketch with Ryan Gosling, where he's like obsessed over no. papyrus, and he's like, even Avatar, a billion dollar film, <laughs> uses the papyrus font in its in its poster. <laughs> there was a slight obsession with that font, wasn't there? Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's no idea. Good, good. So the feels. I mean, why did we just? Right, because we we talked about Avatar previously, um, and this kind of came out of nowhere. I had no idea that this was going to drop. I knew it was coming out this year, but I also had forgotten about it. I wonder if the buzz has been has been regenerated for people that Avatar's coming out, or if people have looked at this and been like, eh, because of the amount of like oversaturation of of big blockbuster movies that have been coming out since you know, like the MCU still doing their thing, Star Wars still doing their thing, big blockbusters still coming out. That is has Avatar. Does Avatar have space in the cinematic world anymore? Or are people like just cool? It's just another one. I think it generated a lot of conversation when this trailer dropped because we have been waiting for it and joking about how long it's taken to come out for about a decade now. Yeah. Because Avatar, yeah, one dropped like 13 years ago. That film yeah. came out. So, um, and, you know, the sequel had been announced over a decade ago. So obviously people were curious to finally get a sneak peek at this footage. And I think the reaction was pretty uh, mixed from what I saw. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people were like, eh, it doesn't look that special. Because also another thing to consider is that James Cameron, like Avatar, when that dropped, that was game-changing technology and visuals. Yeah. Like, people had never seen anything quite like that. And I think the response to the trailer now, and you know, to be fair, we're watching it in not the right circumstances, but people were like, hmm, it doesn't actually look that much different to the first avatar 
or yeah. to yeah. it doesn't seem like it's that ahead of the game and what would you expect right like you know it's it, it had revolutionized cgi 10 years ago but i don't think there's been major advancements since then like what's next you know i mean like yeah it this shows that what it was like 10 years ago was so beautiful but we have stuff like unreal engine 5 which yeah. has changed the game in special effects and it's not just used in video games it's used in like web 3 and it's used in movies and everything mm -hmm. so there should there's i don't know like it's come, it's come to the point where you don't even need actors so like what's Ooh. what's the point of uh like motion capture uh, yeah motion capture so um maybe that's why but i don't know i think there's no reason for them to have another avatar thing because i don't know what what source material are they going to do pocahontas 2 or something that's where i'm like wondering like where can they go with the story what can they do well i mean I james really cameron has universe. had a lot of time um, to think about this he's been developing what four sequels for the past decade yeah and apparently yeah. he had a lot of them mapped yeah. out before the first film came out too and you ask like why mm -hmm. are they making yeah. a second one well because the first one made more money than any film had ever made before yeah I mean, that's your own. Like, I know, sense. like, in Asia, this is going to blow up, like, all the Transformers movies and Jurassic Worlds and, and whatnot. You like and this CGI. is, yeah. Oh, they like their blockbusters, right? They like, like um, especially Avatar and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember once we were in, you know, in, in my work, we were talking with people from China who were distributors and producers. And when they were, we were asking them, what sort of films would they finance in China? And the guy was literally like, uh have you seen avatar and we're like yeah, yeah. It's like they really like movies and like that in china they love like <laughs> aliens coming like they love mm. aliens they love um set in a foreign world they love humans fish out of water stories they like mm. yeah I, I don't know if that's an accurate kind of, representation of china's kind of the audiences, perfect but, yeah they want like the perfect escapist film almost well, well it's not i wouldn't say it's escapist but it, it just makes it easier for uh, like, let's say in the Middle East, you know, which would be similar to China, they can, if you have a movie like that, there's maybe a lot of a lot less things that you can cut out of the movie. And like, maybe, like, if you have a world with like people like these things don't actually exist, right? You can easily show it to people. But if you like, I think Avatar, the sex scene got cut out in uh, the Middle East, like when it got released you know right. and that wasn't it was like kind of like a pretty, sex scene right so stuff. yeah but i don't think like a movie like for example eternals which got banned all across like asia in multiple asian countries because of Did like it? the oh, wow. uh, lgbtq uh content with it i think there was a there was a gay kiss and i believe there was some lesbian something lesbian mm happening in the movie i can't remember the movie exactly but those things got banned they didn't even cut it out of the movie so wow. i think movies like this where it's like transformers or avatar where it's nothing's too completely out the scope well the of thing like about what these people want about avatar as then. well is that since it's set on a different planet in a different time there's no yeah. there's there's less chance of it making a political reference that would be mm -hmm. deemed um aggressive or anti-china anti-communist mm -hmm. party or you know, yeah. or anti or Islamophobic or just, you know, against the values that we that these different cultures hold dear. Mm -hmm. mm. Absolutely. Um, but what did you guys think of the trailer itself? Again, like, I think it gave me the feels like I, I don't think I necessarily care that there's a sequel coming out. I know that, like you said, Cameron has been developing this Cameron. It's like I know him. Um, <laughs> 
James Cameron has been developing this, you know, even before he released the, the, the first one. And the first one took 10 years, you know, it was 10 years of conceptualization before it came out. So he's had a lot of well, time wasn't he, to Wasn't like, he like a truck driver and he was thinking about Avatar? Like something like more that. than 10 years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been, it's been a while since he wanted to fully develop this world. So, you know, do I care that there's a sequel? No. Will I go see it? Most no. likely. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do I want to talk about it anymore? No. Can we conversation over? Can we move on? Yes. Um, <laughs> no, Do I know I, where I am right now. No. 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 Is this a dream? Possibly. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like one one more thing. If we're gonna move on to another topic. No, but... no, we can. We can. We no, can no, we were right. just joking. Sorry, yeah. I was, oh, I was right. being rude. Go on. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. was just. I was just gonna say. It doesn't seem like they. Uh, uh, improved on diversity and issues of like um like having just the avatar people being like people of color and then mm. the humans be i'm not sure because they couldn't really see the humans but from what i can see from like the, the mm. casting and whatnot it still seems like they're putting white people as humans and then others as the like, Navi. yeah the that's Navi. not great so uh, that's something that I'm like, meh, kind of boring. Mm. Um, it should have been improved on, and it's been 13 years, and this is something that like should be happening right now. Mm. So, no interest in this movie at all whatsoever from my side. <laughs> oh, so yeah. you don't think you're gonna see it? No. Yeah. Unless unless somebody is like, hey, you want to watch Avatar two? Then I'm so like, sure. if I go, if I go, hey, you want to watch Avatar? Yeah, 2? no, like if we're hanging out like in the house and somebody's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, I've got nothing else to watch. Have you seen Avatar? 2? Oh, like they'll whack yeah. it on the tube then, rather than yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I think I would paying for a movie ticket as much as I didn't like the first film, and I think as uninvested as I am in the future of the Avatar series, I'm with you, Raph. I I'm pretty certain I'll go see it in cinema just because you can never fully count out James Cameron. Like no, this no. guy, is, yeah. every time he comes out with a film people around him the industry the world at large says this looks dumb this is going to be a massive failure not interested and then every time pretty much every time he wildly exceeds expectations and does something completely yeah. re revolutionary with the form you know with avatar it was the aesthetic the the, the visual um look of it the feel of it the 3d technology and with mm -hmm. this i'll go see it just because there are like three more films coming out right or four we yeah. can afford to see one more just to give it a chance and it'll yeah. be to see what it looks like in 3d and then maybe in 40 what is it 40 fps 48 F or 60 Man, there's fps even, there's even a 5d so it's like who knows what he's gonna do Which yeah is like frames per second or... yeah he's uh, yeah james james cameron is really big on the new f the increased fps rates oh that's um, strange which is which Ang Lee was really big on and tried to make mm. happen with, and so did uh, Peter Jackson with the Hobbit films, and it didn't really land. But I know a lot of people in the industry are like, if done properly, that could be the next 3D. That could be like the next paradigm yeah. shift in um, projection technology. Well, mm, mm. Which is, again, I think James Cameron is still trying to pioneer cinema to advance it, to revolutionize it, to, to make it a progressive form, uh, forever changing. So, you know, for that fact, like you said, I'm I'm keen to see this film because it's James Cameron. He will always subvert my expectations, um, and he's a blockbuster guy. He knows how to make blockbusters. So, if anything, I might just be mildly entertained. Um, and you know, this trailer did give me some feels. It's a well-made teaser trailer with a nice underscore with some like good, you know, good scenes here and there. Like 
it is a well put together trailer and I'm a sucker for that. I, I love, I love trailers that are well made, you know? So yeah. But, um, so that's Avatar 2. What, uh, what's the next topic of conversation? Uh, yeah. So I think we should talk about the Cannes Festival and how that's going right now. Maybe talk about the nominees for the Pomme d'Eau and, um, uh, nice what our said. favorite ones uh, in the past mm. and like what we liked. Yeah, and I want to I want to give a shout out to our our previous guests, um, Alia and Joseph, who are there now. I literally just got a message from her forty eight minutes ago saying we just landed two hours ago and already taking meetings. So they are in the swing of things. They are in Cannes. They are watching the movies. They're partying. They're living that good life in Cannes. So shout out to Alia and Joseph from the Unsugarcoated uh, podcasts. Um, and who was our guest um, for uh, James Cameron, for James Cameron, for Alien yeah. James Cameron. So yeah, they're there. They're repping it up, um, which is fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. I, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really busy time for anyone who works in the film industry, because I think mm -hmm. this is less known to people who aren't in the industry. But so most people think of Cannes Film Festival as just a, like there's one side to it, where there's a, there's a film festival, Filmmakers bring their latest movies, they show them in front of big audiences, celebrities walk the red carpet, it's a big to-do. But then there's other side that's happening simultaneously, where producers and distributors and sales agents bring packaged films that haven't shot yet, and they look for either financing or distribution in different parts of the world. And these aren't necessarily films that you might think of as the type of films that would play at Cannes. A lot of them are like action films for example or mm. you know blockbusters or independent dramas um so yeah for for some for, for ali and joseph who are very much ingrained in that world they're going to be taking you know 20 meetings a day they'll be reading scripts yeah. really fast they'll be meeting with distributors they'll just it's because I, I i'm doing a little bit of work in that space at the moment and so i've been reading some scripts for some people and yeah, during this time of year, it's busy, busy, busy. They've got like. Have you ever been? Have you ever been to Cannes, uh, Oli? No, never, never. No. I, I would love to go. Yeah, let's make that happen, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Me. Well, I think you've got a star in some incredible. I don't know. Uh, what am I seeing for you? I'm seeing like a three-hour western, perhaps. <laughs> oh, I love, I love yeah, that. Yeah, starring Raphael Lacat, and then you can bring me as your like plus one. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll you'll come as a producer, obviously, for, for the film. Or maybe when the movie uh, newbie uh becomes like the official Cannes Film Festival <laughs> podcast, we'll all oh get to go God. together. <laughs> yeah, we we'd we'd replace um what is it, Kevin? Um doesn't he do the Sundance? Um uh, what's his name? Kevin um Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Um <laughs> No, damn it, from Lee. from Oh my God! It's it's uh, it's it's escaping me now. Uh, from Clerks, guy Kretzinger. No, Kevin um, Smith. Ke Ke yes, Kevin Smith, who like hosts. Um, thank you very much for saying that. Um, I was really like drowning in my own puddle there. Um, Kevin Smith, who like is like kind of the talk show host for this. I think it's the Sundance Festival. Um, oh, or maybe okay. not the Sundance, but the but the X the SFXW. Um, I'm pretty sure I got that acronym wrong. Uh, but yeah, we could be that. We could be that for, for Cam. That would be amazing. All that to say, <laughs> I butchered everything. All that to say, yeah, we could do it. <laughs> yeah, that analogy really um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really like went down in flames. <laughs> it, it truly did. It truly did. I am regaining my composure now. Um, 
but yeah, right. it's, <laughs> shall so we? So the movies. <laughs> so the movies. Yeah. What are we? What are we thinking? Like in terms of our favorite Palm d'Or winners. Um, oh wait. Do, oh, do we want to talk about the the films that are in competition this year, or do we yes. want to just go straight? To yes, you? we should. We should. Do well, that. I I don't know. Have you seen any of the movies that are in competition this year? I mean, no, because their premieres would be the first time anybody's seeing them would be at Cannes. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. then we. I guess we can't really talk about them. <laughs> no, but we can mention some cool ones that you know. Watch this space, right? So, like, um, uh, Park Chan Wook, his first film in a few years will be uh, premiering at Cannes as well, um, which I think is very exciting. We've got films from. Um, I think one of you mentioned how much you like Ruben Ostland. Yes, he's, he's yeah. His new film is going to be premiering at Cannes too, and that's also it a is. competition for Palm Dior. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, and we were talking about Top Gun. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Top Gun, that's why we wanted to talk about Ken, right? Of course, yeah. Um, that's not playing Tom... in competition, though. That's just, they just screened that at Cannes as like a little, I don't know. Yeah, but a it got a lot of like positive. Um, yeah, it got, like... it, got a, it got a five minute standing ovation um, when they premiered it at Cannes. Um, not part of the festival, I think, just as, as something um, to show. Um, but yeah, I got a five-minute standing ovation, and Tom Cruise received the honorary Palme d'Or as. Um... So it's yeah, it's, it's wait, was it a real Palme d'Or that he got given? I'm I'm very confused. Well, by that, it's, that it's, news. it says it, it's it's an honorary award. I think I think what he got was. Um... Is it like Samuel L. Jackson getting that honorary Oscar, like a lifetime achievement award? You mean? Yeah, I would. I would, I would sense it. It's probably something like that. But um, this was like a surprise. He didn't know he was going to be, yeah, handed this at the, no. um, yeah, yeah. the festival, was he? I think it's yeah. Apparently, he broke, he broke down. Oh really? He broke down in tears, and he was really overwhelmed. And it was quite an emotional speech that he gave. It was a whole thing, um, which you know, good for him. Good for him. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. So it's a sporadic, non-competitive honorary Palme d'Or for directors and actors who've achieved a notable body of work. <clears throat> Wow! Great. Yeah. Go Tom Cruise. I think it's interesting that that Tom that Top Gun is getting such a warm reception there because Top Gun is not. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I doubt it's the kind of film they typically play at Cannes. But I think the reason they're really celebrating it as well as Tom Cruise is because Tom Cruise has been a real champion for theatrical releases and this and cinema yeah. as a whole for the past couple of years because he went to war with with Paramount to make sure that Top Gun Maverick which was filmed like yeah. I think two and a half, three years ago, was yeah. not released yeah, yeah. on streaming during like the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if that's why they're, they're celebrating and fetting him at Cannes because their yeah. reaction is, because at Cannes, they're, they're also, they've shut out Netflix in the past for this very same reason. Mm -hmm. In France, they're really very set exclusive. on preserving the cinematic, yeah, the cinematic mm -hmm. release and, as, and the theatrical well, release he as also... He also did the like he said he wouldn't do the movie if they wouldn't let him like learn how to fly uh, an F sixteen or I don't know what the the planes are called but um, he did he learn to fly he, a jet yeah yeah he wasn't he said he wasn't gonna do the movie unless he f like flew the jet like himself <laughs> and, so Tom Cruise um, I mean that's pretty crazy though the dedication to get the shot and make it look awesome yeah just for this movie I think that's pretty cool um, and obviously like that's so tom cruise obviously that's so like, tom cruise of course he's of course he's not gonna make yeah. the film unless he, he flies a jet like well i mean he's going yeah. to bloody space for one of his next movies so exactly yeah. and he, he flew the helicopter no. in the end of mission impossible fallout 
which did. we all saw he together at, at the cinema here in London. And 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 did we, we? <clears throat> yeah. we did. yeah, we did back in oh, 2000 right. before yeah, Raph yeah, yeah. moved here in in, in Angel. Yeah. yeah, in 2018, yeah, I believe. Yeah, um, and he also flew um, a helicopter to attend the red carpet event for Top Gun. He like landed on a patio and got out, and people the crowd were like, "Oh my god, <laughs> crazy!" He's yeah, I, I like look, I like Tom Cruise. No matter what people want to say, like I like him as a as an iconic movie star. He's he still ha- yeah. he is he is the last action star I think that we have. That's a good. That's true. That is totally true. Although I, I I wasn't a big fan of his. Um, did you guys hear that audio? That that tape that was released oh, of him screaming on set when they were shooting. You know what? I, didn't, I think he had valid points. I, he had valid points, but it was also like such a political thing at the time in California. Well, we haven't heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. They were, I think it was and, shooting. Was it shooting in the states or was it here in London? I think they no, shoot it was shooting Impossible in London. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here. Yeah, it was shooting here. Yeah. I think it was in London, and I think he was he was defending his case was that you know if if you get caught if if like the whole thing shuts down and he was. I think he, him and his company were one of the only companies still making movies during such a bleak era in the industry where there was no productions, nothing was being shot. Um, but if, if you're so. the star of the movie and the producer, you don't shout at crew people in front of yeah, everyone. But I think it was like before the vaccination, people didn't know what was going on. I mean, it was a time where everyone were was like a little bit on edge. On edge, yeah. People mm-hmm. didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, Look, yeah. we're all we're all human. Yeah, we all lose our shit. So, what are your favorite Pomodoro movies? Um, Ollie, do you want to give us uh, your for your top three? Sure. This is not going to be my real top three because I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of good movies have won the Pomodoro. It turns out they actually <laughs> know what they're talking about when they awards <laughs> hand these trophies out. Like a lot of good movies. Like so here are many. some that I, I that won't make my like. Apocalypse Now Snatching and Taxi them. Driver are on this list. Those are two of the best films of all time. Yeah. Fair yeah. Well, I won't, I won't say any more in case I accidentally step on one of your guys's. But um, yeah, don't you dare. All right. Three, three I picked was um, were uh, Barton Fink, which ah. I've said before is one of my favorite films, yeah. going back to yeah. when I was a teenager. Uh, the Conversation, the Francis Ford Coppola film. Love that film. It's amazing. Gene Hackman, what a dude. Um <laughs> And then what a dude. And then, dude. Um, and then last, uh, the White Ribbon. That's a, also another personal favorite. Mm. It's the the Michael Haneke film, mm. um, which I saw in Singapore actually in cinemas. And then, I'm to my shock, they didn't cut anything out of that film, as far as I can tell. But really, um, oh wow, was it R twenty one? I think it was on the M eighteen because I don't think R-18. anyone whipped their you know their ding dong out or anything like that. so i think yeah. it's fine yeah it was just about some like little nazi kids so it's all good but um oh, it's yeah all, it's fine that's fine yeah exactly but yeah those <laughs> but if it's a nazi good. if it's a nazi kid with a penis then no yeah yeah or if there was like any well okay we don't want to say anything controversial <laughs> about you know to we don't want to upset yes. any of our singapore fan base we love those people so no 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 um, there there are people uh, nice. Yes. That's a that's a good top three. Jibril, did did really? Did you have a, a top three of yours? In that? Yeah, there's there's so many, so many, um, so, many. so many. I can't think of them. Uh, but I guess <laughs> I'm gonna say the ones that like we've done on the show. I'm yes. not gonna include them because I guess we all like them. Do you want to go with? 
Do you want to so, shout? Do you want to shout out the ones that we've already done on the show? Okay, so we've done uh, shoplifters. Mm. We have done Uncle Boon Me, who can recall his past mm. lives. We have done the pianist, mm. the piano. Um, did we do Pulp Fiction? No, right? No, not yet. No, that's uh, pretty good so far, though. I think that's all what of else them. Have we done? I feel like we've done something before. I guess maybe not. Maybe if you go back yeah. even further, there are some. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I'm trying to find right now. Uh, that's pretty, yeah. Oh man, yeah. I'm just good, looking at this list, list, I just realized that that Ken Loach has won like three Palm Doors. I think. That's insane. Yeah, he's a veteran. He's a veteran of the. I mean, Palm he's a great Door. filmmaker. Fantastic. The yeah, I think those the were the ones. Yeah, those were the ones. Sweet. Oh. Okay. Well, excluding those. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Fahrenheit 9-11. I remember yeah. that was like the one that kicked off like my love for documentaries. Mm. Um, and I wanted to go with The Pianist, but since we've done that, I'll probably go with Pulp Fiction. Mm. And then straight up from like 1946, there's Dumbo, which is sick because like that was oh, a wow. Dumbo movie. Dumbo <laughs> Yeah, for best animation design. I guess like back then it was, I don't know, they had different ones. But yeah, I think it was named here, something yeah. different back then, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, mm. it was like one of the first post-war winners. So I was like, sure. Oh wow! Look oh, did we Dumbo. do the third man? We did the third. Yeah, man. we did the third man. We did yeah. the third Boom. man. That's that's the one. I, oh, I thought wow. I thought we had another one. Yeah. Look at that! Amazing. God. Yeah. We have a, a good list of palm dogs already. Yeah, uh, Parasite as well. We didn't do it, but but it's that's up sick, there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. It's a good list. Uh, good top three as well. Uh, yeah, like, you know, like both of you, it's, it's, it's an incredible list and it sure does look like they know what they're doing. I always trust in, in Cannes and I always kind of get my, a lot of my influence filmography from, from that festival, that and Sundance, I think. Um, but uh, first up will have to be Kagemusha, which is the 1980 Akira Kurosawa film. Um, which we will have to touch upon at some point. We'll have to do a Kurosawa yeah. theme um, oh, definitely. to explore this man's vivid work. Uh, Paris, Texas, uh, Wim Vanders. Uh, and then for my third, I will have to go Amour, Michael Haneke film as well. Um, yeah, those, you know, I, I want to put Deepan up there, Jacques Audiard, because I love Jacques Audiard. But um, yeah, those are my top three. Yeah, it's 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 an incredible list. I mean, I I just want to watch all those films. I, we like, should. We sh I was thinking that there must be a podcast out there where some people watch all the Palme d'Or films, starting from the beginning to the end. That's a good um, theme, actually. Uh, the theme, like, it's a good. That's a good theme to have. A uh, Palme d'Or winners, like our top three, um, yeah. possible ideas. Yeah, Titan as well. I really want to watch Titan. I've heard. Oh, that is a weird things. film. That is a good I've film, heard. but it is. Yeah, it is bizarre. Weird. Um, if it you're into if you're into easy. women having sex with cars, then you'd love that film. And I know that's 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 you to a T, isn't it, Raph? And that's just I mean, you that's my niche right there. Um, well, I know I know someone who'd want to come on to the show if we do that one. <laughs> you have a friend who you, you have a friend. I remember who, a friend who like told me, hey, "Dude, have you seen this movie?" Like a few months ago, and I was like, "No." And he was like, "Well, someone like has sex with a car," and I was like. <laughs> nice maybe we'll it's do that on the, on the show one day and you can come and talk about the movie and that's where you get and that's he studied you get... film by the oh, way so cool. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. nice so we've got someone for titan yeah yeah 
five minute standing ovation uh, at Cannes for that speech. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right. Brilliant. We, um, brilliant. Is there anything else we want to see on this topic, or should we go to what we've been watching? Our regular set. Yeah, yeah. Quick, what we've been watching, and a quick intro to the next theme. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, All right. Do it. So, Raph, I think you're the one with the most recent watch. Yeah, the most recent watch. Um, my most recent watch has been The Northman, which, no, The Northman, The Northman, um, which was a stellar. It was incredible. It, I mean, the more I think about it, the more I digested it, the more I like it. Um, it was, it is the source material, especially where they got this tale, because it all came from folk tales back in the day, back in the, um, in Nordic mythology, um, back in the Viking mythology. And well, it's Viking the source history. material for uh, Hamlet, for Hamlet. Isn't it? Yes, yeah. indeed. Hamlet. Yeah, is, that, is that the name of the character? Yes, it is. It is indeed. Um, so, you know, I, I, won't, I don't want to say too much, but it's uh, visually spectacular. Um, it's brutal. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, it, it's tangible. It, it, the atmosphere is, is rich and dense. Um, and they just, we just don't see many movies like that, especially big, large-scale um, history epics like that anymore. So it's refreshing to have something like that in the cinema. Nice. Have you guys seen anything of late uh, that came out this year? Or maybe not. Maybe that came out years ago. I, with you. I watched... Uh, uh, I'll, there's one thing I'll bring up quickly. Um, I watched a, a movie the other night called St. Jack, um, which mm. was really good. I really liked it. It's a P Peter Bogdanovich film. I've been watching a lot of P Peter Bogdanovich films because I listened to a podcast on him recently. And it just made me want to go back and check out his whole filmography. Um but I thought I'd bring this up, this film up, because it was the last international film to shoot in Singapore up until I think the 2000s. So this film was made in like the late 1970s, and they shot it in Singapore. Mm. So it's really, and it's set in Singapore too, and it's based on a book about um, an, Eng uh, 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 an American living in um, Singapore who runs a brothel and gets involved in some shady business. And it's like a really interesting uh, like peep into what Singapore looked like and would have felt like in the 1970s. And mm -hmm. when this film came out, Singapore decided to ban um, any international productions, at least from the West, from shooting in Singapore because they didn't like how they were represented in it. And this is partly because the producers and, and uh, Peter Bogdanovich had to lie or pretend they were making a different film when they got the approval to shoot in Singapore because... Singapore, the Singapore government didn't want them to make a film about this based on this book, which, you know, depicted like brothels and in and, and like the Geylang district and stuff like that in Singapore. And so they said, oh, well, we're not shooting St. Jack. We're shooting this, you know, completely different movie. And then, of course, the movie came out and Singapore was like, what the hell, bro? And so they were just like, we're not <laughs> trusting anyone to, to come here from, from the West and shoot movies here ever again. So, oh, yeah, wow. they banned it for about like 25, 30 years or something like that. But anyway, it was a really good film, really, really good film. Um, and yeah, as with for anyone who's interested in seeing a little history of Singapore, I'd highly recommend checking this out. So yeah, yeah that's fascinating. Wow, that's I've never even heard of this film, or um, but the, to see it in the context of the seventies, what late late seventies Singapore, that that must be fascinating. Yeah, um, I love and I love any opportunity to see 
Singapore, you know, a country that we grew up in, yeah. uh, seen in like a different time period, because this is not a lot that exists. You know, it's like, did any of you see that that um, documentary on Netflix, Shirkers, that came out a, a yes. couple of years ago? Yes. I thought that was so fascinating, too, because he, he, that wasn't that wasn't as far back, but that was like the early 90s. And even then, to me, seeing Singapore in that time period was so bizarre because Singapore is such a rapidly modernizing and changing city that when you see Singapore 20, 30 years ago, it doesn't look similar at all to the Singapore that you see today. So Yes, yeah. yes, of course. I, I think there was a... Um... And I, this this must have been before um, Saint Jack, but I don't know if you guys know the actor uh, Jean Paul Belmondo. Um, yeah, the guy from um, uh, Breathless. Yeah, 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 fa famous French actor. I I, I think um, he. So I remember my dad telling me when we were going through the cemetery uh, near McRitchie Reservoir in Singapore, he said that um, the only French film that ever was shot in Singapore, was in the cemetery, and it starred Jacques, Bel Jacques um, Belmondo, Jean-Paul Jean -Paul Belmondo, sorry. Um, and so I, was, I wondered if this was also before the, in the, in the 70s, uh, before Singapore went no to Westerners or to, like, you know, foreign films. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, have you watched anything, Jabril? Um, I watched uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Oh. A couple a week ago, two weeks ago. I don't know when it came out. How's the Marvel train okay. doing? It was yeah. okay. Um, I thought Moon Knight was way cooler. Like mm. Moon Knight is has is like my top two. Like out of all the stuff that they've come out after Eternals or mm. whatever it's called, uh, what was it? Infinity Wars, the second one. Do you mean like the new phase? So like then? post Infinity Wars, like phase whatever. Yeah, it is. the new phase, phase four. four. Yeah, yeah. phase four. Mm. Yeah, so far, like Moon Knight and uh, Loki have been my favorite ones. Mm. But yeah, this one, it just seemed like they tried to put in too many storylines. Mm. And I'm kind of over this whole time travel multiverse thing that's been going on in cinema right now. Yeah. Because that's there's almost every movie now has like some sort of time it's travel. Even A24 is jumping on that train with Michelle Yeoh, which yeah. I'm going to try and watch that movie because I'm like, hmm, maybe A24 is going to do something. <laughs> maybe A24 is going to up their game and impress me for once. <laughs> it's supposed to be quite mind-blowing, that one. Yeah. Ever since that trailer dropped for everything, everywhere, all at once. I think I even said that on a previous episode. I was like, I, that is the best trailer I've seen in years. And I'm yeah. so happy to hear that it's getting a really warm reception. Yeah. I'm so I think I'm probably going to go like over to Rich Mix and watch it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's some good directors attached to. It. I don't know if you if you're, you know, know know their work, but they've they've done some pretty amazingly crazy things that yeah. is yeah. So it's mm. it's nice to see this. And this is supposed to be like, I don't know, I've, I've seen like early reviews here and there that said like this is the obviously I don't like to compare, but you know, these are the reviewers that said um this is supposed to be like the new matrix in terms of like mind blowing, you know, aesthetics and concept and, and everything, mm -hmm. but it's also tying in the multiverse in its own neat little way. So after yeah. that, let's stop the multiverse stuff yeah. because that <laughs> yeah. really caught on fire. Like, yeah. I was like, like, damn, this blew up everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's like, why is this in the movie? <laughs> you know, and it just means, and it just means that nothing uh, matches, doesn't it? In a way. Oh, it can feel that way. Like, yeah, exactly. If right. there's always going to be multiple, you know, endless infinity universes where like you can bring back a, someone who died in a previous film from there or something yeah. or there's a different version of them then it just yeah mm -hmm. i don't know it it, it seems it a bit too, yeah 
I guess maybe because we were in like a limbo state in the pandemic and like everyone was like what's the next thing yeah (laughs) I think it's just the influence of Marvel isn't it because Marvel oh, for sure. it because it was really you think so yeah well i mean it's big in the comic books isn't it the multiverse stuff and then th- at the end of it was the oh, way that yeah, it was yeah, the snap yeah, right sure. at the end of that avengers film when they had the snap they were able to time travel using multiverse i think right and bring back these people who had supposedly died so it was a way to mm-hmm. and then ever since then they were like well now that we have this on the table we can't not use it and then of course, mm. all these other movies see that Marvel are doing so well with it, so now they've incorporated it into their stories as well. Yeah, there was yeah there was Marvel that that kind of enhanced it, but I remember Star Trek used it back in two thousand nine. Yeah, they brought like, back like time travel yeah. was always a thing. Yeah, um, sliding doors, source code. I think Devil. I mean, there was yeah, there's yeah. Uh, there the, was... Do you guys remember the one <laughs> Jet Li? That was also no. <laughs> kind of technically a, a multiverse film. Um, but like Tenet kind of, like time travel-ish, multiverse. Because like it's all based on time, right? Space time and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. String space theory time and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And you're still kind of our resident, you know, it's nice to, to have Marvel news come out. because you're. I, mean, I think you're the only, you're like our resident Marvel guy at the moment. Yeah, because... I just I want to see how they they're bringing the comics that I loved yeah. to to the screen. screen. Sometimes I'm like, Meh, do, you, do you still yeah. read? Sometimes I know you're I'm a like, you're oh, a big nice. comic fan. Going back to when you were a kid, do you just still Marvel. do you still read yeah. comics or just, I just Marvel? Read Marvel? Yeah, yeah. Do you still uh, do you still read uh, Marvel um, comics to this day, or is it more of like a, a yeah? yeah. I have an app on my phone and I just read it because it's an offline kind of thing. Mm. So super easy. Uh, oh, that's cool yeah and i love like the, the whole like star wars as well so yeah and they have some good comics good graphic novels as well yeah and i'm mm-hmm. pretty excited to see uh ewan mcgregor and hayden christensen Kenobi. Yeah. yeah come come out next week i think so that should be interesting yeah hopefully that's not terrible <laughs> yeah well you let us know i totally like jumped jumped off of that train yeah, i was like see ya real <laughs> <laughs> i actually didn't tell you this before but i have a crystal ball here with me that can see into the future. Yeah, I have a crystal ball that can really? look into the future. Yeah. So I can tell you right now whether or not Obi-Wan Kenobi is <laughs> good. One second. Yeah, do it. Ooh, bad news. It's going to suck. <laughs> wow. Damn, definitely going to clip that. That's definitely some... going to clip that. <laughs> that's some powerful crystal ball right there. <laughs> yeah. It's just off Come camera. On. You can't see. Ewan McGregor's right amazing. Screen. <laughs> Everyone loves Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, no, he's no, such no. a nice guy. He, he's he's great. I just think like what they're doing with Star Wars is whatever, yeah. and what they're doing with Marvel as well is. It's just, just like this skeleton. Yeah. It's not even a dead horse anymore. It's like the yeah, skeleton. It's, it's like the the eaten, desiccated carcass. Like all of yeah. the ants have already like taken the meat off the bone. It's still walking it. <laughs> Fucking elitists. <laughs> This is right after we spoke about Avatar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Avatar at least had the good fortune, the good decency to go away for 13 years before it came yeah, back. Well, here, newsflash, guys. Avatar is also Disney. So that's yeah, why that's they're coming true. back with a huge thing. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> we'll definitely be, be, we'll definitely be, when we're seeing Avatar 4, the trailer in cinemas, yeah. we'll definitely be like, God damn it. This is just like Star Wars. Can't they just get over it? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what else they have fucking how much your father i tried to watch that the other day and it was pretty weird <laughs> it's like how much your mother but like trying to be super pc 
Mm. And it was just like, uh, this isn't funny. Is yeah. I mean, Barney, I guess, isn't really a very PC character, is he? No. Yeah, what really. they did instead was they got like an idiot British person <laughs> who's like kind of sleazy, but they make him stupid. And I was like, this is not how it works. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a um, sleazy, idiot British person. Yeah, that's what they did. And I'm like, you can't just replace like Barney with someone who's just dumb or naive. Yeah. But if he's you know, dumb, then yeah. he's not accountable for his actions, so they can't be um, torched on it's social true. media. Yeah. They're like, look, guys, he's technically <laughs> mentally handicapped. He can't even. We can't, we, we, he's harmless. <laughs> exactly. He's not even aware of his surroundings, so we didn't do anything <laughs> wrong, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. Brilliant. Cool. Summer feeling? Yes. Yeah. So, um, who, well, this, is, this isn't actually one of. So, usually at the like... end of the bonus episode, we announce the upcoming theme. And usually whoever's, you know, handling that theme or is is uh, the one who is presiding over it, I guess, um, announces it. But this one time, it's it's kind of like a collective theme, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because we have bonus, bonus themes every once in a while. Every like a guest would suggest it. Or so this was a collaborative effort mm. to come up with a theme. And it's kind of a, a resurrection of the last summer theme that we had. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Well, yeah, it was, uh, what do we call it? That Summer Feeling? That, that summer, summer Feeling. feeling. That Summer Feeling. Back so in yeah. 2020. That Summer Feeling, Pat, too. Two years on, yeah, we're I think it was it our third. It was our third theme, because it was like, you know, it was getting into summer, and we're like, hey, let's do some movies. So I thought it might be a good time to do it again, and maybe uh, take a little break after that for the summer, so we could feel yeah. that summer. So we can get some uh, of that yeah. summer. What, what, what are the movies uh, in line? What are we talking about? Well, we each boys? took a turn to pick a movie for this theme. So I'm not entirely certain what the order is. I should know this. But I know that the film <laughs> yeah. I picked was... And also... Hmm? Sorry? Well, like, my list of movies... Like, no one, we didn't pick any movie from my list of movies. But I thought Forgetting Sarah Marshall yeah. was your movie. No, it was one of Raph's. No, Raph's was Before Sunrise. You sounded really sad. I mean, I mean that from Jibre. the list. Huh? <laughs> You're like no one picked. Oh well, Jabril, we can we can one we can we can one you you should definitely pick one from your list if that's what you want. Yeah. Oh okay. We don't have to talk about like, getting so. Yeah, emotional. I was really confused. Yeah. Oh no no no! Uh, you should have said something earlier. I just assumed that was your movie. That's we, the one yeah, with the it, I'll have to. Well, I've said it multiple times, but you guys, I guess, didn't really. <laughs> we didn't care. Oh, yeah. You're like, shut up, Jabril. Y'all y'all were y'all were doing your your thing. As, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just be the newbie. Well, do you want to do you want to do you want to pick it right now on air, or do you want to take some time to pick your? Yeah, no, I'll pick it on air. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Let me just let me go just find it. it. Well, I'll just say that my the movie it. I'm doing, which I didn't actually, again, I wasn't. Okay, I did suggest it, so I guess it is my movie. But we're doing uh, um, Luca, the Pixar film, and that, that's going to be my um, nomination. So yeah, we'll be it's, chatting about that. It, yeah, no, it feels like it fits right in the summer feeling, you know. That's true. Italian summer never, coast. I, I never. It's a lovely movie as well. I've seen it before, but um, I had no idea that I would be picking a Pixar film. You know, you live long enough, eventually you see yourself become the villain. Become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. So before sunrise and forgetting Sarah Marshall were from Wrath. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Um, and I will stick with Before Sunrise for my pick because I absolutely adore that film. Yeah. It is a great film. Awesome. 
Well, then I'm going to go with, uh, if you're going with Luca, is Before Sunrise funny or is it not? Uh, it's yeah, it's, 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 it's not a comedy though. It's it's a bit. I I know it, you can. It, I mean, it has good like funny bits in it, but it's not a comedy. It's a. Mm. All right, then I'll go with Wet Hot American Summer. Nice. Oh yes, yeah. cool, nice. Yeah, because we need some of those movies in there. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah. All right, Wet Hot American Summer then. Nice. But then we're gonna have to switch up the guests. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell my I'm gonna have to tell my guest that he needs to watch Red Hot American Summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait. Instead of forgetting. Oh right, but he could do Luca if he wants to as well. Anyway, we can figure this out <laughs> off 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 mic. We'll figure so, this off off air. Yeah. But exactly. yeah, those are the so, movies. <laughs> so the movies are just to confirm, uh, so we have it clear for everybody. It is Luca before Sunrise and Wet Hot American Summer. Now we may not be releasing them in those order. We'll we'll let you know. You'll you'll find out eventually. And uh, there will be some guests as well. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, stay tuned. Enjoy. Ooh. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> but yeah, just watch all three movies and uh, watch the Pomodoro movies and watch uh, what other movies did we talk about today? Watch Avatar. Everything. And, but watch, watch every single movie. Just get out of the MCU. Get out of Star Except Wars. Except <laughs> <laughs> watch it all mm. multiverse it just watch movie after movie and then that movie's going to be linked to that movie just multiverse oh, that'd be so ideal so like multiverse yourself and you can watch a movie like one movie Boom. in each multiverse i mean why not and then we're here yeah <laughs> i'm talking to you but i'm also watching a film right now Boom. i mean according to, to to the theory of the multiverse Mm. You were you are watching that TV show in another universe because in, there's infinite universes where you're doing yeah. infinite things. So whatever you can think of, like you're also having sex like with a rhinoceros could be right jape. now, <laughs> or a car, or a car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and in a multiverse, we could be I'm each also, other. Be, we could yeah. be having group sex right yeah. now. <laughs> I could be rough. <laughs> no, like literally. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> Ollie, you're being way too sexual right now. Yeah, guys, it's this, it's this heat. It's just getting me. It's, 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 it's getting me. It's getting me turned on. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. And on that note. <laughs> on that sway uh, note. Yeah. Shall we end it here, guys? Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. See y'all later.